Are you looking to be more informed about what's going on in your community? The Herald has a special digital subscription offer for new generation podcast listeners. You could sign up for a one month trial for 99 cents, then only $18.99 a month after that. With a digital subscription, you get web-exclusive content, including pictures and videos, obituaries, and a searchable archive going back to 2013. You can read the Herald on the web, your mobile phone, and on our Herald app, so you can get all the Herald content and the print paper delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer. Again, that's just 99 cents for your first month. So you can go to www.sharonherald.com slash pod offer today for this special offer. Again, that's sharonherald.com slash pod offer. Ben Bizet Chevrolet is Mercer County's truck headquarters. Quality new Chevrolets and outstanding pre-owned vehicles, plus an excellent service department to stand behind your vehicle purchase located on Route 19, just south of Mercer. Stop in or call Ben Bizet Chevrolet today at 724-662-5440. At Sharon Regional Medical Center, they believe in the power of people to create great care. Their dedicated employees work hard every day to make Sharon Regional Medical Center a place of healing, caring, and connection for patients and families in the community we call home. For more information, go to SharonRegionalMedical.org. First National Bank provides a full range of commercial banking, consumer banking, and wealth management services, plus industry-leading online and mobile banking solutions. Call your local FNB or go online at fnb-online.com. At Chenango Valley Meat and Poultry, you will find an excellent selection of steaks, burgers, chicken wings, and everything that goes along with it. Voted Best of the Best in 2021 by Harold Readers. Stop in at 1215 East State Street in Sharon or call 724-346-6328 today. Located in Mercer County, UPMC Horizon offers a range of services and medical specialties at two campuses in Farrell and Greenville. Together with UPMC Jamison in Lawrence County, UPMC Horizon provides a regionalized approach to healthcare. If you need care, go to UPMC Horizon or UPMC.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the New Generation Sports Report. I am your host, Tanner Monnock, and I am joined by the Herald Sports Editor, Dan Heiner. Hey. So we are uh, just days away from Christmas. Dan, are you in the Christmas spirit? I'm tired. I'm dead inside. (laughs) (laughs) Tab killing you? Everything's killing me at this point. (laughs) Tab's killing me. Human interaction's killing me. The fact that I need to finish Christmas shopping is killing me. There's a lot of things that are weighing on me at this point. Yeah, I'm almost done with uh, with Christmas. You know, now that I'm older, I feel like I can't get into the Christmas spirit until it's Christmas Day. You know, when you're a kid, you're younger and everything, you're in Christmas spirit all year round, you know? But, like, Oh, no. Now, See, I, I'm one of those guys, like, the second I get back from Thanksgiving, I'm contemplating, like, how I'm decorating the apartment. Like, oh, yeah? I'm one of those guys. Okay. It's just for the last, like, three weeks, it has been nothing but just running around like a mad lad, and I and need a minute. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I'm burning off a vacation day Friday, so if you're playing or something Friday, I'm sorry to announce this, but you're not getting covered. <laughs> and on Friday, I'll be seeing Santa's early visits. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I'll probably be doing that. So uh, I forgot about that. So I will also not be any th- anywhere Friday night. But um, anyway, we uh, we covered a lot of sports in the last week. So let's just uh, let's get right back into it. I forget what day this was, but um, the first game we covered after last week's episode was 
uh, Hickory's matchup with Newcastle, uh, boys basketball, uh, where Newcastle won 62 to 51. Yeah, that was Tuesday night. That was Tuesday uh, night? Okay. Yeah, because we were at Nishanik Hockey on Monday. Gotcha. Um, okay. So this was a good game. This was an interesting game because Newcastle, Newcastle was the better team in this one. Mm-hmm. But you also didn't feel like Hickory was ever out of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, like, yeah, they'd have a double-digit lead, but you also kind of felt like they're just a couple shots away. Mm -hmm. And it ended up getting to the point where you make a couple rebounds because Newcastle missed some free throws when uh, the Hornets were trying to extend everything. You, You pull those down and maybe get some points out of that, and we're talking about a, a lot more pressure on Newcastle yeah. in the final minute and a half. Mm-hmm. But rebounding killed them in this game. Yeah. It, it was, that was the big bugaboo for Hickory. They needed to get solid defensive possessions and then just get out and transition, try to get Enoch going, but just could not get it. Just It was always like one or two possessions. It wasn't like it was a string of bad things. Mm-hmm. It was always like, you fight your way back. You match him stride for stride. Okay, just get the rebound. No. Okay, just stay in front of this guy. No. It was like once a quarter. Yeah. But that's what ended up getting Newcastle that lead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before this game, Hickory had had a really strong start to this season. And, of course, Newcastle is considered one of the better programs in the state. Um, so this was going to be a good matchup for them. And to see that, you know, they kind of they hung around there really well in this game, you know. Around halftime there, it was looking like things might turn pretty far ahead in terms of yeah. uh, in going in Newcastle's favor. But uh, Hickory had a good second half there, and they really stuck around. They made things interesting. And it, it's, re- it's a really interesting dynamic because there's a lot of experience. Or, or there's a lot of, like, upperclassmen. There's a lot of, you know, players for Hickory. Mm-hmm. They just don't have a lot of experience. Yeah. But the talent's there. Yeah. So it's like if you can get somebody off of uh, – if, if you can get like a third or fourth option scoring-wise, and again, just box out, they're going to be a dangerous team. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Yeah, it, it was a good coaching matchup too to watch because these are two coaches in the area that have some of the most wins, and just seeing these two come, going up against each other was pretty cool. Um, who was the kid over at Newcastle that, uh, that led the way with their – points i can't remember his name now oh i'm better with local kids names than i am i'm terrible out of the county kids i'm terrible at every kid's name yeah uh, but so anyway someone had a, what was, he almost had 30 points it was uh john anderson yes had 29 yeah. points yes and, and even his backcourt mate isaiah i think it's boyce is how it's pronounced mm. he had 16 yeah now again you do the math mm-hmm. those two guys were the entire offense oh yeah yeah. So when you're getting, you know, 45 points out of two guys, yeah, it's not a bad night. Yeah. No, uh, Anderson looked really good. Um, before we move on to the next game, interesting thing. that We uh, spent a lot of time looking at rosters when we cover a lot of sports. Mm-hmm. Newcastle's roster, first one I've ever seen that listed the kids' shoe sizes on it. Which you, you caught that. Yeah. I was, like, so frantically just trying to get as much crap done uh-huh. as I possibly could last week. It wasn't until you yelled out at, like, 11 o'clock <laughs> at night. Yeah. Newcastle has the shoe size listed. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of like paused for a minute. Like, what the heck is he talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> because normally, you know, they list, you know, how tall they are, you know, football to put the weight down or something. But I have never seen 
a shoe. I haven't been doing this that long, but I've never seen a shoe size. I've listed. never, I've never seen it either. But you know what? In the age of NIL, if you can get that kid a shoe deal, yeah, there you go. There you go. You know, you don't even need to ask questions. Yep. Nike, there you go. Yes. Go get Sean Anderson. And as a man with a ten and a half size shoe, I did like to see that even some very talented basketball players <laughs> had the same size shoe as me. So that's cool. Um, anyway. Let's move on to this game. So this next game, uh, Dan, you were not at this one. You were busy with tab things, I'm assuming. Oh, um, sounds about right. Yes, as you have been uh, as, as I, past as I, week. As I have been, will be, and feel like the, we'll probably go to the grave. <laughs> so, but I was over at uh, Kennedy Catholic. I was checking out our, uh, our uh, defending state runner-ups, uh, the girls, Kennedy Catholic girls. They were taking on Reynolds, and... Really not too much to say about this one. Kennedy won 83-10. to 10. Um, Just as the score suggests there, just a truly dominant performance there. It was 52-3 to three at the half, 69-3 after three. And at this point, the starters were in there the entire game. Um, and the starters weren't pulled until there was five minutes, 45 seconds left, and they were up 73-4. to four. Then finally, Kennedy put in the backups. Um, you know, I didn't catch up with Justin Madresser after the game, but I know that uh, before this game, Kennedy was playing some pretty top-tier opponents, and I think what they started off like 0-2, 0-3, or something before this game. Yeah, they weren't. They you, it wasn't up to Kennedy's snuff. Yeah. you know, but that, that's because they were playing really good teams. Yeah, so I don't know if maybe decision to leave them in that long is just like, hey, we just started the year off 0-3, let's let them just kind of run wild. I don't know. But this was a very dominant showing. Um, you know, of course, if you go back to last year when Lake Fields was a, was a freshman and how much she impressed, and now seeing her again this year as a sophomore, she's just going to keep getting better and better. I mean, she is truly, like, she's phenomenal well, I mean, and fun to watch. Oh, well, I mean, did you see their game? I think it was yesterday. Against, yeah, uh, what? She Farrell. had, like, a 27 Tw- or something? 27 points, points and a 63-18 to 18 win over Farrell. Yeah. Now, granted, you know, now you're starting to get into the local teams and they're the teams that you're expected to beat. Yeah. Uh, but still, the fact that you go and hold two teams to just that low point total yeah. in the same week. Yeah. That's the, the more amazing thing. So uh, next up here, I was not at this game, but uh, you were out there checking out Sharpsville versus Commodore Perry. Yeah. Where they won 70 to 52. And this was... New Sharpsville coach Mike Williams, his 300th career win. Yes. Uh, and he could not have given two craps about it. <laughs> really? <laughs> he just did not care. <laughs> he, he was he was just happy they got the win. Yeah. And then it was literally like the parents and the kids who were like, we need to celebrate this. And he was yeah. just like, I just want to go back to the locker room. Yeah. I saw a video of, of them in the locker room, all the kids kind of Oh, the kids were losing their and, mind. The yeah. parents were taking photos. And he's just, he looks like that socially awkward kid where it's like we need to go and get you a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese and take the pictures and everything. He's just, I just want to go. Yeah. I just want to leave. I just wanted to get everything done that needed to be done and then get right back home. Right. <laughs> but so, but getting into the game itself. Yeah. Um, we, we knew that there was going to be some bumps this year. Liam Campbell was kind of the guy that we were thinking like, okay, he, as Liam Campbell goes, Sharpsville will go. And I got to tell you, that front court of Staunch and Campbell 
and uh, Scarbell, they are really starting to look good now. Hmm. Yeah, because we saw them a couple weeks ago, and they played Brookfield. So this is, what, your second time seeing them? Yeah, and literally almost night and day. Hmm. I mean, really, really good, specifically with rebounding. They're doing a good job rebounding, both offensively and defensively. And when you have a guy like Staunch, who's you know literally towering over other basketball players, yeah, he you just stick him in the middle, yeah, you know, good luck getting around him. Mm-hmm. And they beat a they beat a Commodore Perry team that's not bad. Now the record doesn't indicate it. They're like, I think they're one in five now. Mm-hmm. But uh, Stringer, really good player. Their issue is they need to kind of develop some other scoring options off of that. And just kind of get some, get some of the younger guys. They got a really good young player in Xavier Williams. Just kind of get him going. You know, he had ten points in this one, but he's a freshman, so it's literally he's weeks into a high school career. Yeah. But if he was a sophomore or something like that, they would be a really, really good team to watch down the stretch. Yeah. So, a little bit of a rebuild there mm-hmm. for both teams, actually. You know, the difference is, is that Sharpsville's basketball team is entirely made up of, like, former football players. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, hey, congratulations to Mike Williams, 300th win. Uh, good guy. I always like seeing him out there. Um, of course, longtime West Middlesex girls coach, too. So had, had the best quote, which is, I don't really care about those things. Those, that, those are the things they talk about when your career's done. <laughs> <laughs> Just, again, yeah. did not give a crap. Yeah. And, hey, he is not done. No. So he's going to keep on rolling here. Uh, so anything else to add on this game? I, one thing I'm, you know, just kind of building off that pre, that point that you just made. Mm-hmm. He's getting, like, a burst of energy from these kids. Yeah. Like, they are – because, like I said, they're, like, former football players. Yeah. You know, or baseball players. Or, you know, they're coming together to make sure that there's a basketball season because mm-hmm. there's a, not a serious – uh, pool of talent that was left, and so they got nothing to lose. Yeah, <laughs> you know they're just going out there. They're trying to win. They're trying to play well, and that I guess at like a kind of a primal coaching level is just kind of like changing the batteries out a little bit in Williams. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, like he staunch botched an alley oop dunk. And my first thought was, oh, God, this is going to go so horribly. Uh-huh. And, you know, Williams brought it up. I didn't even ask him about it. He's like, yeah, you know, 30-year-old Mike would have absolutely blown a gasket. Yeah. <laughs> 60-year-old Mike, let him have fun. Yeah. <laughs> so just an interesting little observation I made there. Yeah. Hey, well, I'm glad he's having fun. Um, so next up, uh, I was also not at this one, but you were out, uh, was this at Kennedy? This um, was at Kennedy. So boys basketball, Warren G. Harding taking on Kennedy Catholic, uh, Harding won 46, 28. Yeah. So low scoring affair. I was surprised when I saw this, this score. So yeah, it was like two nothing for the first like five minutes of the first quarter. Cause they played last year and I was at that game. And it was of like, course, you know, different players. It was, it was like a combined like, 150 points or something. Yeah. No, completely different than oh, this yeah. one. So yeah. What's, what's the story here? Okay. So the story is, well, one is a combination of defense and just bad offense. Okay. Which, you know, score. Would you would expect that. that. Yeah. Um, 
there are times, it's kind of a trademark of Harding, that they are so athletic, they will let their athleticism get the best of them. It hap- it, it's been that way for decades mm-hmm. since Harding and uh, Warren, Rest- uh, Warren Western Reserve merged together decades ago. It's always been, we're going to out-jump you, we're going to outrun you, we're going to just make you look foolish. Yeah. And that kind of happened at times in this game where, you know, Harding just kind of got ahead of themselves. With Kennedy, the issue is they're still trying to kind of figure out what they're doing mm-hmm. now that Mancino's back. Yeah. So they're, they got some younger guys. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they have, I think, six seniors. But they're oh. six seniors that are, like, kind of... I don't, you, you kind of wonder how much play experience they have with each other. Yeah, because they lost a good senior class yeah. last year. So, so how much on the court experience do you have? And yeah. Mancino, I talked to him recently uh, after this game, and he brought up the fact that yeah, you know, like a lot of these kids are playing, you know, fall sports and summer sports and things like that. You know, Remington Hearts and baseball, and uh, Ondo is soccer and football and you know it's not like in years past wade is a quarterback in football so it's not like it's a situation of these guys are on the court all the time playing pickup games in the summer or what have you yeah they have other other things so they're they're trying to like he's basically trying to kind of build this back from the ground up Mm -hmm. um and just my own personal opinion maybe all the things that happened during the summer and we even got some uh, some stories on it, like, was it a week or two ago with the school yeah. in the diocese? Mm-hmm. Isn't helping the the recruiting? Yeah, right. So, you know, it, it looks like he has some talent there. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how quickly can he turn it around. Yeah. He's pretty optimistic that he can. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there were just points where you could just tell, like, the kids were not on the same page. Yeah. And when you're playing a team like Harding, which these kids are kind of like the Ohio version of what Kennedy used to be, mm-hmm. very athletic, can out-jump you, can outrun you, you give them a little bit of space, and they're going to go absolutely wild with it. Yeah. So that was really the story. It was just kind of discombobulated from Kennedy's perspective. Yeah. And, I mean, with a guy like Rick Mancino, I mean, you don't even have to get into it. With a guy like everything he succeeded, you know, for from his uh, former uh, tenure there at Kennedy, I think he's gonna be just fine once things get uh, figured out there. Well, I mean, that's the big thing, right? Is like he ended up taking this job relatively late. Yeah. yeah. So you got to wonder, like, are there some kids that will now get back into Kennedy, mm-hmm. or is the issues with the diocese? potentially something that might keep kids out. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic that all kind of comes together with this because you're right. If you give him the opportunity and he's able to recruit, he's able to get the kids that he needs to get, he will 100% get that program back up and running in a couple of years. Yeah. Minimum. Yeah. And, but there's also parents perspective. And yeah. things like that. So who who knows how that's going to all play itself out? Yeah, there's more that goes into this than just 
playing basketball. Yeah, this, this, isn't, sure. this, this, isn't, this isn't just, you know, I grew up in Greenville and I'm going to Greenville High School because that's how public school works. Yeah. You know, there's an entire, there's perception and everything that goes along with this. Yeah. But, yeah, I I think they'll be better towards the end of the year. Yeah. I You know, and, and Mancino's brought that up, that once they kind of get into a flow, you know, Wade can kind of use his athleticism a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and these guys can kind of figure out what their roles are. Yeah. Then maybe they can make a little bit of noise in the 1A playoff now that they're back in the 1A playoff. Oh, they're in 1A. Okay, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're down in 1A again. Girls are in 2A now, right? Uh, I believe so. Yes, I think they moved I think up. So. so okay. So it that yeah they're they're back down in one A. Mm. Barrels in one A. That one A bracket's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, no that that should be fun. <laughs> Rocky Grove, I want to say, is also in one A. Okay. So yeah. out near Franklin. Uh-huh. So like there's this is going to be an absolute bloodbath. If you can make whoever makes it through like D ten one A. Yeah. They should just get a bye week. Now we saw those feral boys a couple weeks. They look really good. Um. I, and I just talked to uh, I just talked to the feral coach, mm-hmm. Myron Lowe. Myron Lowe, and you know I asked him. I'm like, yeah, you know, you got got some talent, and, you know. And he's like, yeah, you know, and I got Danny Odom and and uh, Jules Johnson, and you know they're they're two really good freshmen. Like these guys are coming off the bench. Like they're like the fourth and fifth guards coming off the bench. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's like I think Odom's averaging something like eight points a game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Nine points a game. For a freshman, yeah, buried, yeah, <laughs> behind guys like uh, Cabron Smith and uh, Malachi. Uh, well, no, uh, Kylan Wilson. And, Kylan Wilson, you know. Yeah. So uh, Lamont Samuels, like, yeah. I mean, the list can go on. The and list on goes it. on and on. They have the they have by far the deepest guard situation. I, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like when we saw them when they played Wilmington, what was that like two, three weeks ago or whatever? Yeah. Two weeks ago. Um, I mean, I think we made the note that probably everyone on that roster scored during that game. I mean, that is a, oh, it's a they're good. A deep roster. They're deep, they're talented. Yeah. Again, Kennedy's now in there. Yeah. Again, you it's just oh god. One A is gonna be a nightmare to get through. Yeah, and, and those are fun games too, and Kennedy plays Farrell. I remember a boys game last year, um, when the two played at Kennedy, and I mean the energy in that gym was uh that was fun. Because um, what that was probably when you went to this game, was that your first time at Kennedy? Yes. Inside, yeah, it's a, it's cool energy in there. It's it's small, you know, it's old school. It's a yeah. it's good energy in there. I also just kind of like the thought crossed my mind for a half second. I'm just like imagine what this could have been, let's say like 3 years ago. Mm-hmm. Back when Harding was cuz like Harding's kind of down a little bit. Yeah. But back when Harding was there, back when like Tashiboy, you know, was there. <laughs> yeah. Like imagine that grouping. Yeah. Well, I just missed that, but I will say when these two teams played last year, I mean, there was not a place to sit in that place. I mean, it was just that overflowing. Was a, that was people. at Harding, right? It was at Kennedy. Yeah. Oh, was that was it? Ke- yeah. At Kennedy yeah, last when, year. Yep. Yeah. I, I would love. Unbelievable. I would love for them to go to Harding. Yeah, I thought this one was being played in Warren, but I guess it was here again, according so. to the Warren AD. And I showed up, and people were there. So hey, there you go. But if they if they ever go to uh, ever go to Warren. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! That environment would be just ridiculous. Yes, yeah, no, for sure. I uh, I actually grew up across the street from Warren G. Harding. Uh, I grew up on Laird Avenue, which is just across Wait, the street from you, there. You grew up on Laird? Yeah. Huh. Well, you know Laird. Listen, man, as a sports writer, I've driven all over the neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> that, that's true. I, I I can tell you everything about 
every little nook and cranny of like Mahoning and Trumbull County. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't there long. I, however old you are when you're in second grade is when I, when I left, and I went the champion. So, so yeah, I've always been in the Warren area my whole life until I came out here. But, uh, but yeah, I grew up just across the street from there. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. The always more, fun. The more you know. Yeah, you could see the you know the fireworks and stuff from the Friday night football games from my living room window and stuff. So that was always fun. Um, but yeah, again, Warren won 46-28. Yep. So anything else to add on that one before we wrap this show up? No, I think we're good. All right. So that'll do it this week on the New Generation Sports Report. We are here every Wednesday. You can find us at SharonHarrow.com, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Spotify. And of course, the New Generation Podcast as well every Saturday. So I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, of course, happy holidays. That's Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. Hope you enjoy it. Good holiday season there. And uh, thank you, Dan. Merry Christmas, everyone.